This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 267 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by FeedXL. You can find them at FeedXL.com. Enjoy today's tip. Howdy, everybody. Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, home of the World Equestrian Games. And welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Well, Lexington is certainly getting ready for the World Equestrian Games. I drove through town again last night. We are 30-some days away. And uh, they still have uh, the streets and sidewalks and everything all torn up in downtown Lexington. So we're hoping they get that done in time for the World Equestrian Games. And, of course, I want to remind you that you can follow the World Equestrian Games right here at the Horse Radio Network on the 2010 radio show. That's the uh, World Equestrian Games radio show. And we uh, that's at 2010radioshow.com. We'll be coming to you daily during the World Equestrian Games with wrap-up coverage. And also, Chris over at uh, Eventing, Dressage, and Jumping Shows will be doing daily shows during those disciplines as well. So we'll be putting out a lot of content for you during the World Equestrian Games. Well, on the show today, we have back with you a delightful person that's been on a couple times before. Her name is Dr. Richards. Uh, she is from FeedXL. She is FeedXL. She is the uh, the doctor that, of nutrition that was behind putting that website together. And of course, she's coming back with us on a regular basis to provide us tips on nutrition. Today, she speaks about body condition scoring for your horse, and it was very interesting conversation that we had, and I'm looking forward to you hearing that. But first, let's speak about her company, and that's FeedXL. You know, FeedXL does all the smart stuff that it takes to formulate and balance a horse's diet. It takes all the science and math that a doctor of equine nutrition learns and makes it all super easy and fun for you to use. All you do is go to FeedXL.com and you plug in some information about your horse and what he eats and what he looks like and uh, just uh, all the information that you have right there at your fingertips. It takes you a couple minutes to plug that all in. And, and what's so cool is FeedXL takes all the details about your horse and what you feed him and does some calculations and it spits out whether your horse's nutritional requirements are being met or not. You get some charts and graphs, and you can see the results in in numerous ways, and it highlights the excesses and deficiencies in your horse's diet. And then you can take a look at what you can do to solve that, whether you're feeding too much or too little of any one given thing. You can learn more about equine nutrition and how to feed your horse for the ultimate performance by visiting FeedXL's Learning Center. For more information or to use FeedXL, go to FeedXL.com. You know what? It's worth a trip over there and it's worth your horse's health to take a look and, and just take take 10 minutes uh, to do this report, and then you can keep it up on a regular basis to make sure that you're, you're on the right track with your horse as his needs change. It's a terrific program. Head over to FeedXL.com. And now, Dr. Richards. Well, hi, Dr. Richards, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Good morning, Glenn. It's great to be back with you. Your morning, my late afternoon. Uh, <laughs> I know. Remind, Takes a bit of coordination. <laughs> we'll remind everybody that Dr. Richards is in Australia, where it's winter, and I am in Lexington, Kentucky, where it's summer. Yep. Uh, and I am very envious. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to throw that in. <laughs> now, your winters, do they get really bad where you are? No, I'm being a sook. Where we are, it's it's pretty mild. Um, it? We don't even get frosts where we are, so okay. I, I am whinging. Uh, gotcha. You're just playing with me here. 
<laughs> All right. So, we, you know, we, we have you on. You are with uh, one of our sponsors, FeedXL, and we appreciate you joining us also to do some tips. And I think today you really wanted to talk about body condition, right? I do, yes. Well, tell us about body condition and, and the body condition score. I've heard different versions of this. Before. Yeah, there is a couple of different versions. I think um, the most widely accepted is the uh, Henneke, which I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it was published in 1983. It's a, a um, one to nine scale. We also have an Australian version, which is a one to five scale, but I find it just doesn't have enough scope for actually classifying horses as far as their um, condition goes. So what a body condition score is basically is, is looking at how much fat a horse has on its body um, and you're assessing the horse outside of how much um, muscle that horse has so you sort of have to take into account the differences say between a, a Clydesdale or a quarter horse and a, a thoroughbred or a standard bred. I mean they've got very very different muscling patterns in most cases but um, you have to just look at the parts of the body where the fat accumulates so that you're not getting muscle confused with fat if that makes any sense. Well, I'm certainly glad they don't do this for horse husbands because uh, <laughs> I think I'd be way I'm often, up, I'd be I'm way often up the scale my, there. <laughs> I'm often poking my husband in the ribs condition, scoring him as a joke. <laughs> oh, I must, uh, so, it must be horrible. I'm a, I'm a horse. I'm a known as America's horse husband, but it must be terrible being a horse husband of a nutritionist. Oh, I'd man. imagine so. <laughs> and, and also the child of a nutritionist too. You don't oh, get to eat no. anything. <laughs> Jeez, you can't anyway, read anything so, wrong. <laughs> so condition scoring is is super useful, and it's something that um, everyone who owns a horse should know how to do, um, and also something that you you should do pretty much almost on a daily basis. For me, it's just become a habit. If I come across a horse, um, I'll just almost purely out of habit, we'll just run my hands over them and, and get a gauge for how much fat that horse has on its body. So um, condition scoring you use to determine if you're feeding your horse enough, um, if you're feeding your horse too much. So, you know, if your horse is suddenly starting to put on fat, um, you have to go back and adjust that horse's diet because it's obviously getting too many calories in its diet. Uh, in the reverse, if your horse is starting to lose condition and you're picking that up um, when you're condition scoring your horse, then then something's amiss in the diet as well and that horse isn't either isn't getting enough feed or there's something missing in that diet that's causing it to lose weight. Um, you might have started to work your horse a little harder. Um, and, you, and your feeding program hasn't caught up to that. So it's, it's really the, the only way um, to tell if you're feeding your horse the right amount of calories in its diet. It's all well and good to use something like FeedXL, um, which will give you an estimated requirement for energy for that horse. But so many things affect a horse's energy requirement. So even little things like um, the weight of the rider, the terrain it's being ridden on, um, what its temperament's like. So you'll get these nervous horses that seem to fret away quite a bit of their energy or you'll get these really placid horses that um, just don't don't burn up energy fretting at all. So there's all of these different factors. Your climate um, is another one. So the the energy requirements that we calculate um, using FeedXL or that any nutritionist is going to calculate for you, it's only a best guess. Um, you have to condition score your horse as well to to work out if you're feeding it the right amount of feed. Okay, so when you say condition score, there's actually a, a sort of rating table, isn't there? There is, yep. Yeah. Um, now, we 
have a newsletter on our website, which I think you'll refer people to, but it, it gives you some pictures. Um, and, and any number of websites um, will give you diagrams and pictures of horses um, in the different body condition scores. But there is certainly a, a really well-established um, method of condition scoring, and I'll, I'll just run through some yeah. of them yep. now if you'd like. Yeah, sure. um, so score one is what they call poor. Um, now, poor basically is a walking skeleton, and when you see the picture yeah. on our newsletter, it's yeah. just you, you look at these things and think, how are you still alive? Um, you know, I feel sorry for um, horse owners who, who lose horses through colic and, and things with all the best intentions in place, and yet these people who neglect these horses and get them looking like this, and the things are still alive. Um, so they're, they're tough little critters, but basically one is um, – literally a walking skeleton. Uh, condition score two is what we call very thin, um, so it, almost a walking skeleton, but there is still just the tiniest little bit of muscle mass there um, over its its rear end and a little in its rump, but basically all of its muscle, nearly all of its muscle is wasted away and you will not find any fat on that horse, so very ribby um, hip bones will be sticking out. You can really see the structure of the the shoulder um the the neck will often be u-shaped as well uh stepping up to score three is what we call thin um again this horse will will be still very ribby um its hip bones will still be very prominent and the structure of the shoulder is is still pretty easy to see um also the the vertebra of the backbone um you'll be able to see quite clearly uh, particularly over its wither but um, depending on how emaciated or how thin it is also over its loin area um did I say ribs sticking out? Um, definitely, the ribs will ribs will be really prominent. Um, there will be some muscle on this horse, but again, there's there's very little to no fat uh, whatsoever on there. So, scores one, two, and three. You don't want any horse in those categories. Um, they're too thin. So, if you've got a horse in in any of those categories, you need to feed it more. Um, and I will mention here, if you've got a horse that's that's in the the poor, so the walking skeleton category, or even the very thin category that have come from a starvation type situation, you need to be really careful how you feed those guys in the first couple of couple of weeks to a couple of months of, of refeeding them. Um, there is very good guidelines published, and I'll let people just go and look those up um, with refeeding starved horses. But I know everyone's natural tendency is to want to feed them a lot to build them back up as quickly as possible, but um, more often than not, they will experience what they call refeeding syndrome and they can die. It's just too much for their poor body to um to cope with if you give them too much feed too quickly. And, and so, that actually will happen with humans too. It it does, yeah. And sadly it happened with a lot of prisoners of war when they, right. they were eventually they rescued. They got out and uh, went crazy eating and... Yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, you know, you find someone who's starving, or, or a horse who's starving, and you, your natural tendency is to say, "Here, here's yeah, food," but yeah. you need to be really careful. Um, so, score four is um, moderately thin, and this is where we get into our our normal um, categories of horses. So, it's quite acceptable for a horse, depending on on its body type and the type of work it's doing. Um, it's quite acceptable for a horse to be in this moderately thin category. So. The, these horses, their, their neck and their shoulders aren't obviously thin, so you can't see their bony structure anymore in their shoulders. Um, their neck shouldn't be U-shaped anymore. 
Um, you will still, in, in most horses in this condition, you will still be able to see a faint outline of their ribs and that's probably the easiest way to tell this condition. Um, so their ribs aren't like poking out, but you can you can still just see them when the horse is standing still. Um, their backbone, the vertebra won't be visible anymore. Um, so there's not there's not a lot of fat on these horses. They're, sh- they're behind their shoulder has still got a lovely nice curve, like sort of in in front of where your girth would go. There's still you know a lovely big dish from their shoulder into their their rib cage there. Um, there's not a lot of fat on these guys, but they should be well muscled and in good condition. Their coat should be lovely and shiny. So they look healthy. Um, they're just on the lighter side. You'll see a lot of um, endurance horses in this category. Um, you'll see some thoroughbred and standard bred racehorses when they're getting towards the end of a, a um, racing prep in this category. They're getting just a little bit thin, but um, that that's sort of the types of horses you'll see okay. in the moderately thin category. We'll be back with Dr. Richards for the second part of this series where she uh, continues the condition scoring through the rest of the levels of condition scoring as we get into the more healthy horses. So you'll want to tune in again tomorrow to hear the rest of that, uh, the rest of that condition scoring and where she goes through uh, score six through nine. So that'll be in part two tomorrow. We appreciate Dr. Richards joining us on a regular basis. And of course, you can listen to all the shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. I'll be back tomorrow with the rest of Dr. Richards' report part two. Tune in then. Until then, have a safe ride, everybody.